Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. My new limit is half a dube and one drink. That's it. That's my new person. You know, I may have to quit altogether because half a dube and one drink makes me completely stupid. More stupid than I am already. <laughs> We're rolling, I think. I hope. I think that's uh, Chris Curry's tagline at Sessions on the River. We're rolling, or live we're rolling, something like that. Anyways, I hope we're rolling. The worst part is, is when you go around to the camera after you've spit off something for 10 or 20 minutes and you go over and you look at the camera and the the numbers aren't rolling or you're filming a band and you're crazy about the band and you're thinking, oh, this is the best footage I've ever gotten. And then you look at the camera and the numbers say zero, zero, zero. (laughs) That's, uh, I hope that's not what's happening. So yeah, I think I might have to take a break from the booze and the weed. I'm not big on either one of them in any strong amounts as far as addiction goes. I think I'm, I don't have a problem. I'm a, an occasional abuser. Um, not an addict, although, I mean, I've quit drinking before. I can't remember the last time I, I permanently gave up weed for any significant period of time. Oh, I remember a couple of months ago. A few months ago, I did, and the dreams, the the oh, I'm wearing, yeah, it's 850 degrees outside, and I'm wearing a toque because it's actually cold in my house. I'm not in charge of the thermostat. I guess I don't need my glasses though, but it is, man, it's hot outside. It's 31 degrees and beautiful North End St. Catharines today and a great day, humid, but a great day and the gardens love all this sunshine. <clears throat> so last night, I'm just going to say a friend of mine comes over. I'm not going to say he or she or they or Z because I don't want to out this person. But this person has a habit of saying, I'll see you at 10 o'clock. And then at 11 o'clock, you know, usually if you say 10 o'clock, I'm on the couch like looking out the door because I, don't, I, want, I want to be present when you come to the door. I, I want to get to the door before you ring the doorbell to greet you with kindness. So this person uh, around eleven, and I don't stay up that late anymore. I can't. I can't do it. I. I just. I get tired early. I get up early most times. So at eleven o'clock, I text this person. Washish, washish is basically what's this in um, Fanonese? That is a language, and I can teach it to you for a small fee. So I text this person, Washesh, Washesh, and they call me back. And we get together, even though I'm kind of tired and they're kind of late and they have no integrity because they've they've broken the deal. They said 10 o'clock and then 11 o'clock comes and no word. Oh, what time is it? 
It's 11 o'clock. I'm getting tired. My eyes are getting heavy. So they come over. We had a task to accomplish together. And usually that task involves carving on each other with deep cuts to the bone. Like the deepest, the most hurtful things you can think of, that's where we go with our banter. And I love it. It's it's great. It it never gets old. It's always funny. And, and I never tire of it. It's one of my favorite things is to grind on each other. So this uh, evening is no different than any other evening. And it's usually three or four hours that we're together because there's a task at hand. It takes a little while. It usually involves... A little bit of smoke, a little bit of drink. Well, with this person, it always involves drink. And I hate to watch someone drink alone, so I offer my services. So I had vodka on the rocks, maybe a shot and a half, maybe two shots. Call it three. Maybe I had three drinks. But just in one, you know, slowly sipping vodka on the rocks because I've been trying not to drink sugar. As much lately. I went on keto for a couple of weeks and wow, great for losing weight. Not so great if you want to be happy for the rest of your life. I love carbs. Love carbs. I love Pepsi. Anyway, I've been trying not to drink the sugar so much. So I said to them, What are you drinking alone? And I went upstairs and I got myself a nice glass of rocks. Full ice, and I said, here. They took my glass. I put some vodka in it, and I swished it around. You know, you want the you don't want to be drinking it right off the back because it's hot, and it's hot as fuck. Right, well, hell, when you stir before the water, before the ice cubes start to melt in the alcohol, it's hot. It's super hot. And I'm not a normally a straight alcohol drinker. I do drink vodka on the rocks once in a while, but it's hot at the beginning and then it, it cools down as it, the water starts to melt off the ice cubes. So I swish it around. I leave it on the thing. And um, I took it upon myself to to roll a fatty. And it's not that I'm selfish. I just like, if you want some, then... You'll put down what you're doing and and look like you're ready to receive some. And if you don't, I just smoke till I'm done and then I lay it down in the ashtray and it let, let it go out by itself. I don't pass it. Or, like when there's two people and, you know, this, you want light it back up. It's in the ashtray. Especially with this person, more than often enough, I will offer it to them. And or you smoke too much, or it's too small now. Or so my mother used to use that one. We we taught our mother to smoke dubs. She was not down with it. All her life, she threw out our weed and our papers. And at the end of her life, she needed to eat weed because she had cancer and she was in pain and she couldn't sleep and she couldn't eat. And one of one of my, I'll call them friends. I'm not going to say they're a relative. Made the weed cookies with the weed butter and. I remember Aunt Cassie coming in and says, your mom ate those cookies last night. And she slept for the first time through the night. 
and she's eating today. I'm like, way to go. Right. When she died, I ate one after a few drinks, thinking, I've been smoking for years, and I tolerance this, tolerance that. Dude, it put me on my back for 45 minutes. You know the Lenny Kravitz, that video, when he's on that on his back on that, that flying carpet, and he's spinning around? Yeah, I had the bed spins. I had to go to the couch. I had the complete bed spins. Getting sidetracked. We taught her mother. She would go, no, I don't want that, blah, blah, blah. One night, a few drinks. I'm not recommending that you try smoking cannabis. You can try it. Don't get me wrong. If you've never tried it before, I, I would encourage you to at least experience it. But don't do it when you're drinking. You know, the, the courage monster comes out. You know, you have a, all those drinks. You're like, oh, I'm going to get high. Bad idea. Because you'd be flat on your back and you have a bucket in front of you in no time where the contents of your stomach will be expelling into. If if you can think that quickly, get to a toilet that fast, you will be sick. So don't, don't be all brave when you're drinking and thinking, I'm going to try smoking some weed. Because if you're drunk, it's a bad mix. Try it when you're straight. Absolutely. Even a little edibles. Try them when you're straight. Don't be all brave and take them when you're all messed up because it, it'll, it'll kill you. So later on in, our, in my mother's life, before she got the cancer, uh, you know, she probably had a, a couple drinks and we, you know, convinced her to take a hit off the joint that often was going around. And so mom's deal was that she would laugh till her stomach and her face was sore. This, these are her words. This is how she would describe getting high. And this is why she said she, she wasn't going to get high anymore. I laugh until my stomach hurts. Then I eat the fridge on the way to bed. So <laughs> I love that. I just love that, that image of my mother eating the fridge, like from the outside. <laughs> <laughs> I eat the fridge. Because <laughs> she was always conscious about her weight. You know, eating the fridge on the way to bed was something that she wasn't down with. Anyways, I digress. My limit now is about that much of a joint. And it, that leaves about that much. It's about at a quarter to a third. And maybe three shots of alcohol. Because last night, we were engaged... We're grinding, riffing on each other, playing some music. I was listening to my friend. Uh, he, he he was, oh, did I say he? Damn. He was like way further gone than I felt that I was because I was straight. Like I don't consider like when I smoke a little weed that I'm impaired. When I have a bunch of drinks, I am for sure impaired. But the weed is, is, is different. It's more a headspace. It doesn't mess with my motor functions. My reaction time is not messed with. My decision-making is not impaired. Well, not... my Decision-making might be impaired, but impaired towards munchies and chips, not towards driving my car fast. I can have two drinks. And when I used to have a, a, a nice sports car, I, I could have two drinks and I get in my car and I can feel that I want to drive the wheels off the car. Uh, just two drinks. Now, weed doesn't make me do that. So I could see that my friend 
was a little bit more gone, a little further gone than I was. Because blah, 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 you know, just talking a little bit of nonsense, which is fine. Hey, when we riff together, there's a lot of nonsense going around. And so <laughs> this was not any different than any other night. Um, so I get my drink. I have a little smoke. We got some music going on. We got some good riffing going on. And we are focused on a pleasurable task, let's call it. It's work, but you're together. It's good company. It's a good vibe. You get good music. It, it's sociable, even though it's, you know, it's a, it's a little bit of a pain because there's so much work. And we usually break it up into three or four hour segments. So we're right in our zone. It's a good place for us to be. And, you know, a few hours later, wrapping up, and I I have uh, two phones. I have a backup phone, my iPhone 6 Plus that's just doing the recording right now. Oh, hi, Lindsay Shepard. And then I have my iPhone 7 Plus. So my 6 Plus is my old phone that I didn't, usually I sell them, but I, I kept this because I use it for the podcasting. I usually have two devices recording. So you know what it's like when I'm sitting there and we're riffing, I'm not looking for my phone so much. I'm just making sure we got good music. And if I need my phone for my music, then it's close by. But normally it's on my desk here or it's in another room. And I'm not concerned about looking at it because I am kind of an addict. I look at my phone a lot. Okay. I I have a little bit of an addiction problem when it comes to my phone, when it comes to social media, not so much Facebook anymore. Twitter, I'm kind of obsessed with these days. Instagram, not hardly at all, but I use them for marketing and promotion and things like that. So I like to think that it works to help promote uh, even though it's probably just a selfish, gluttonous waste of time. And uh, it is what it is. So we're about ready to wrap up. It's late. You know, now it's... Well, I checked. I called him after he left last night to uh, test my phone to make sure that it was working after the incident that I'm going to describe to you. And the reason that I think I should probably give up drugs completely. I'm not a pill popper. I do like my grass, my cannabis, my marijuana, whatever nickname you want to give it. Cannabis is not a nickname. It's the proper term. You should use that term. Marijuana is a racist Mexican stereotype that uh, white man gave it to try and give it uh, a bad name back in the reefer madness days. So it's, yeah, it's, uh, I call him at two o'clock in the morning to test my phone. Why was I testing my phone? Well, because... I had to take my SIM card out of 7 Plus and put it into 6 Plus because, um, well, I can't find my phone, right? So I come into my office, I look around, I go upstairs, I look in the living room, I look in the... Everywhere, I retrace my steps. Is it outside by the pools and on the picnic table? No, can't find it. Then um, on the way back downstairs, I, I uh, swing into the laundry room and I, I start putting. I sorted a bunch of th- things yesterday. I, I was cleaning out, you know, bins of shit that accumulates. And you know when you those old clothes that you say, "Oh, I'm going to keep them 
because I might have a fat day again or, you know, they might come back in style or, you know, they might look good on me one day again when I have hair or something. So I, I was in that mode yesterday. I got a lot done before my friend came over. And I... I found some good clothes that are actually not that dated looking looking, and would be acceptable. I couldn't part with them. I suffer extreme separation anxiety when I throw anything out, it seems. I, I'm a data whore. I have uh, uh, 256K of, uh, gigs of data on this phone. On the phone that's recording, there's another 128 gigs on that phone. I'm constantly deleting stuff because I have to make room. I save it first. I've got four terabytes on a couple drives. I got one here. I got four here. I got two here. Like I've got data everywhere and weird because it's not organized. It's just all over the place. So if I ever want to go look for something, it's a pain in the ass. Last uh, last year, uh, I was taking photos off my six and I was transferring them to my 4T drive and I always create a folder. I, I put my my videos, uh, my camera roll into that folder, and then I go into the folder after I finish transferring them, which usually takes about seven days, and I go into that folder to make sure that all the files are there. And then I'll use image capture on the Mac to delete all the contents on my phone. So I do that, and months later, I'm looking for a receipt. I'm looking for, oh, I think it was the owner's manual for my car. There was a code. When you unplug your stereo, it locks. I've got an Acura now, and it, you know, it locks, and you need to punch in the right code. And it was in the manual, and I'd taken a picture of the code from the manual, and I went to look for it. Listen to me rambling. I'm not even high. I'm completely straight because I'm thinking maybe I need to take a, dr- a break from this stuff. And I'm going to explain why. I'm getting to it. So I go looking for this picture. I can't find six months of my data that I've supposedly saved on the, like multiple drives, multiple, like I got my time cap, I got my 4T, my 2T, my 1T. I got T's all over the place and usually I name it a new, a new Mac transfer because that's where it's coming from. A new iPhone transfer, iPhone 6 picks or iPhone 7 picks. I can't find this thing. I realize I've dumped my data. I've, erased all that six month window from my phone and I can't find evidence that I saved it anywhere and I looked for it for about a week or more you're banging around you know it's okay I got 15 minutes I'll just I'll go look again I know I've been here before I'll go look again please let it be there because I just hate I'm a data whore I have separation anxiety when I agree when I found, when I figured out and Hey, one day I hope to find the stuff and go, Oh, Hey, what do you know? I was right there with the data on and everything. <clears throat> I don't think it's going to happen. I mourned, I grieved and I almost felt like I should have a ceremony, like a funeral for my data because one, like who's that stupid? Like when you transfer data, you make sure that it's in the new folder before you erase it. Like another reason, it's coming full circle here, eh? It doesn't even occur to me that maybe that mistake or screw up was a product of being high. 
and stupid because that's hey that's what I call it. Let's go get stupid because it does kind of make you stupid. It makes you stupid silly. It makes you stupid walk around in circles. It makes you stupid walk into a room and go, "Why did I come in here again?" Like you know, you've had that. You have that when you're even if you're not a drug user, you have those moments when you go into the kitchen. You're like, "Oh." You have to go back into the other room to figure out what it was you were doing, where you were going, what you were doing. Yeah, so I have that quite a lot. And so I'm. this is a counseling session for me, it occurs. This is like sitting across from my drug, my drug counselor or my drug addiction counselor or, or, you know, the counselor that helps you quit drugs. Not my drug counselor. That would be somebody that encouraged drugs. That's all my friends. So, and you lose your train of thought all the time. Again, I'm not high. It happens when you're straight. And it happens a lot more when the, when the tape is rolling or you're live on air. So I deleted that off my phone. I'm just crushed. And I'm still kind of sick about it, although it doesn't hurt because it's about a year ago now. It, the pain has subsided. It, it's not like a fresh death. It's not like a fresh breakup. It's more like a breakup that happened a year ago or a death that happened a year ago. So now I'm, I'm not mourning it anymore, but I'm telling you, weeks, weeks, I was, I was crushed. Anyways, I go back to the original story, which is probably the heading for this. My limit is half a dube and a drink or a few drinks. It's, it's, it's a third, it's not even a half a dube. It's quarter to a third of a dupe. And basically a double, like one drink, straight alcohol sipped over a couple hours. I don't drink them fast. And by the time I was done, the five or six ice cubes that I had in this couple shots of vodka had melted. They were like I drank it all back and there was no ice left. And it was all like vodka water, right? So I'm looking for my phone. I pass by the dryer, the laundry room. And like I said, I was kind of doing some sorting. So I had some acceptable clothing that I thought I could get away with wearing again. I have some hemp shorts. They're kind of short shorts. They're not like long shorts, but they're they're hemp. They're, they're awesome. And I paid decent money for them. Who was it? Uh, Collective Evolution something? CE out of the States, I think used to make hemp clothing. Was it them? I can't remember. And I've got, you know, some jeans that I can get into now that used to be too tight on me. You know, too short, you're out. Too baggy, too long, you're out. You're you're like, we we can't deal with that. Dated, pleats, gone. In the garden. Like, I, I don't have any, I don't suffer separation anxiety with getting rid of stuff that looks hideous on you. Old swim shorts, even old just bumming around the house shorts, track pants, holes in them. Who cares? Like gym shorts. Who cares? That stuff, the stuff that I wear around the house, Eagles gear, I don't care. Even if it's a little ripped or it's too small. Well, too small, I don't usually go with because I'm a big guy. Nobody wants to see tight on a big guy. It's disgusting, especially if if you're not the thinnest. And Well, I'm 6'4", 220. I'm, you know, but a little, I got a little belly fat, you know, I'm not 25 anymore. So I, I swing by the laundry room 
and it was all jeans. And there, like I kept a bunch of Levi's, you know, silver tabs, even the red tabs, and uh, oh, Calvin Klein's. I found uh, like a, a white pair of Calvin Klein's. And oh my god, I put the Calvin Klein's on. They don't have pleats. They're not the small zipper with the crunched up crotch or anything. It's not real long zipper either, but. I can get away with wearing them, especially around the house or to an informal occasion, and nobody's going to go, uh, dude, 1970s, go home and change, come back. You embarrass me. That's happened before. Even around the house, I get that. What are you doing wearing socks with Crocs? Well, I'm in my own house, and the floors are hard. My feet hurt if I don't have shoes or some footwear on. Like, my feet hurt walking on hard tile all the time hard time for my crocs i get it though the white socks and mocks we used to say white socks and mocks sucks you know what that was our high school day db and the boys you don't do the white socks and mocks this is it's it's not a good look i hate that phrase now it's not a good look so i cruise by start putting on the um and you probably you probably know where this is going already so I'm pulling all the jeans out. I'm pulling all the jeans. I put them in the dryer. Pull. Clunk. What's that? Oh, it's my iPhone 7. Now, we don't have one of those tub laundry, you know, shakers where your phone sits at the bottom. And, you know, we have one of those tumblers, those front loaders that, you know, your phone only goes in the bottom once in a while into the deep water. And I have a cover on my phone. And although it's not full-faced, it does. it's always protected this phone. I did get a little crack there a couple months ago, just a hairline crack. It fell off my desk here. And usually I'll stick my foot out to draw, you know, to cut the, cut the fall or cut the impact a little bit. So a couple months ago, I fell and it chipped in the bottom. And I remember thinking when I was loading the washer, hey, I should maybe... It would be wise. I'm growing in my wisdom, but not nearly enough, apparently. To maybe go through the pockets. I even thought that maybe I heard something clunk in there. Like maybe an iPhone was in my pocket. Hello? Anyway. I just kept loading the dryer. Or the, the laundry machine. And I didn't look. And then I ran it on express, cold water. And I didn't really notice the clunk, 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 clunk. Because you know if you put something like a belt in by mistake or even a quarter or a loony or something like that, it's like you'll hear it. Not so much in the in the laundry, but in the dryer you do. But I didn't because we weren't in that room or even close to that room. So I'm telling you, I was so bummed. I look, I pull, I pull out my iPhone and the whole, the whole front of it's completely shattered. Like it looks like, have you ever seen one of those screen savers that actually makes it look like your phone shattered, but it's not? Yeah, it looked like one of those. It was so shattered. I've never, well, I've seen many phones shattered like this. It was shattered top to bottom, side to side. <sighs> and well, I'm bummed. I'm completely bummed because the new phone that I want is 512 uh, gig. And Apple wants like 900. I'm not paying 900 bucks for a new phone. 
Last time I got my phone, I think this was $169 for a 7 Plus. It was probably old. I think I, or maybe that was the 6. The 6, I, I can't remember. It, it was under 200 bucks when I upgraded my phone. And now that it's coming up on September, the iPhone 11 is going to be coming out. And it'll have absolutely no features that anything, like they're, they're just not giving us anything. The iPhone 3 was amazing. The 4 didn't give us much, 5 a little bit, 6 a little bit size, 7 nothing, 8 really nothing, 9, 10 really nothing. Like there's no features. There's no holographic LCD monitor display. There's no virtual keyboard. Like, like I don't, I don't need an upgrade other than I outgrew my phone because now 128 isn't enough. 256 isn't enough. I'm deleting data. I have to share it on another server or put it on a drive that I can never find again. So the new phone that I want, I don't care what it is. It needs to be about this size because I use it for video a lot, watching and filming. So it needs to be that size. It needs to be the plus size. And I figure if I'm going to upgrade, I want 512 gig. So I don't have to. So at least I can have six months to a year before it's full again. Because I do a lot of video. I take a lot of pictures. I think I've got about 8,000 pictures on my phone. Seriously. And then I had to buy the cloud for $12.99 to back it up. And then to get... 8,000 pictures off the cloud onto your drive. Oh, you try and figure that out. Apple, no. You can't select all and copy and paste. You can't select all. You have to click each one by themselves. Excuse me. Shawarma's coming back. Oh, I'll tell you who to go to get shawarma. But oh, you, I hope you didn't get any of that on you. <laughs> shawarma. Woo. Ricochet water, by the way. Best water. Now it's getting warm in here. Woo. See, I'm getting all wound up. I was actually freezing. That's why I put the hat on. I need the 512 gig. So I'm not upgrading. So yeah, they won 900 bucks for a new phone. And I don't, I'm not in a position to, I'm not that guy anymore right now, especially, oh, by the way, if you want to sell a house, real estate at teamniagara.ca. I'm good at it. I'm friendly. I don't sugarcoat things very much. So if you want somebody with a lot of tact and a lot of sugarcoating, then I'm not your guy. But if you want a good agent that speaks directly and gets the job done, real estate at teamniagara.ca, I could use the work. Do I have to declare that this is a promo inside my YouTube ad or my YouTube video now? What do they call it? Yeah, no, it's not a, it's not a paid promotion inside real estate at teamniagara.ca. So, <clears throat> Anyways, I'm bummed. I'm bummed. I'm bummed. I'm bummed. The phone's still on. Uh, like, dude, I'm taking it out of the of the washer, and it lights up like this. Screen shattered. And it's shattered to a point where it's not like it just looks shattered, but it's still smooth. No, there's holes, and it's sharp, and it's not usable in that condition. And so my friend obviously is not as bummed. I got, I was kind of quiet last night anyway. You know, I just, sometimes I'm quiet. There's nothing to say. And I just do my job and have some fun and I'll riff if I need to. But, and sometimes I'm not really into company. 
And sometimes company comes over and you're not really down with it and you're just kind of, you're tolerating it, but you're like, yeah, I should have said no. When you're an hour late, I should have said, nah, I'm going to bed. I'll see you another time. But it was something urgent on my friend's part. I, I believed and I was right. And it was something that he needed my help with immediately. And so I'm glad because I like to be there for my friends. So yeah, I take it out. The thing still lit up, which is a freaking miracle. So I shouldn't be bitching. I shouldn't be complaining so much because I didn't need a new phone today. What I needed was a new screen. So I went over to uh, my uh, my local Indian um, reseller, repair shop. They do everything. They unlock phones. I'm not even sure if that's legal anymore. I think the provider's got to unlock your phone. But we've dealt, we dealt with this guy before. I think it's a family. It's a husband and wife and maybe a brother or something like that. And I love the Indian accent. Uh, I, and I... I think it's beautiful and hilarious at the same time. Like, especially in a woman, uh, I, I enjoy the the Indian accent. And um, on men, sometimes, especially if it's a funny man, it can be really funny to hear that accent when when you're riffing or grinding on a buddy of yours, and he's got the Indian accent. So they don't open till eleven o'clock. I don't even bother calling. I'm. Not not destitute. What is it? Like I'm down. I'm low. I'm um I'm down and low. I don't know what the word is. Not destitute. Something along those lines. You guys can think of it like this because you're not on the mic right now. So I roll up and we we dealt with this guy before. I bought my father a phone through this guy. Actually, my brother lined it up and he went and got the phone. And then he took it to my dad, and he, we didn't have the right SIM card. to need a mini SIM. And my dad just won't get with the program that we're iPhone people. We don't know Droid. So don't ask us about Droid. Don't ask us to buy you Droid. Don't ask us to help you set up your Droid. Don't ask us to forward your phone calls on your Droid or your BlackBerry or what's he got now? Samsung. It's some indestructible phone. So my brother Billy found it. He went and picked it up, and then... There was a, a SIM card holder or a SIM, oh no, a SIM. Uh, and I think it was an adapter. Yeah, you needed an adapter for the mini SIM that was going into a bigger size slot. My brother's really good at this, manipulator number one. He uh, he says, well, I picked up this thing for dad, to, the missing part for the phone, and I'm going to drop it off to you. So when you go out to the farm next, I'm working a bunch of doubles for the next few days, so I can't get out to the farm. So I'm going to drop it off to you. Well, well, you're dropping it off. Well, basically what you're doing is you're you're pawning your responsibility off on me. And then even if I wasn't planning on going to the, to the farm to see dad, then you know he's sitting on the couch going, uh, yeah, uh, where's my thing? Like, I want to get my phone working. You know what it's like when you got a new phone. You want to get it working, right? So my brother does this to me. I'm making a, man, this is a long story about why I need to quit weed and alcohol. But maybe just weed. So uh, making a long story longer for sure. And I don't even know that anyone's like, are you still with me? <laughs> I think not likely. There's nobody that's actually going to listen to a 40-minute, 50-minute rant on why I need to cut back my use of drugs, my recreational use of drugs, not my medication that, you know, that medication. Though. 
So I go up to my dad's. I take him the part, the SIM tray or the adapter. I put it in. The phone's locked. The fo- What do you mean the phone's locked? How do you, how do you fucking sell a phone locked? Because you get it home. If it's not your carrier, you're, you're fucked. So I'm already in a bad mood because it's been stewing with me a couple of days. I had to go see my dad, you know, and I, I, going to see my dad isn't a bad thing, but like I wasn't planning on going there. It's a trip. I wasn't, you know, I'm driving to Welland because, and you're frustrated. You know what it's like. Family get frustrated with easy, right? So I'm frustrated. I'm out there. Yeah. It's locked, Dad. It's locked. Well, how do you unlock it? I don't know. I start calling places. Hey, can you unlock a phone? Because I'm calling Welland because my dad's like closer to Welland than anything else. No. You got to go over to the provider. How do I know who the provider is? I can't turn. I can't even get into the phone. This is locked. I don't know who the provider was. Well, so I'm like, Dad, you know what? Here, give me, give me all your stuff. Give me your old phone. Give me your chargers. Give me the new phone. Give me your SIM trays, your cards, and what? I'll figure it out. So on the way home, I uh, I called dad. I'm like, where's the place we, text me the number where we bought this place from, uh, that we bought this phone from. So he does, I call the guy. He goes, oh no, dude, sorry, in his Indian accent, I can't do the Indian accent, and nor will I because, well, that's racist to do accents now, <laughs> even if you're just joking or poking fun. You can't poke fun now because that's racist. So the guy goes, no, no, dude, that's not right. Bring it back. We don't sell locked phones. That's our mistake. Bring it back and we'll take care of you. And so I walk in and uh, his name's David, as far as I know. Maybe it's David. (laughs) Navid. I think he said Navid today. So that's a good Indian name. It's probably Navid. So I walk in. Bro takes care of me, and he was very nice. He was courteous. He was respectful. And right off the bat, he said, listen, my fault. Sorry. Hey, dude, (laughs) that's all you need to be is responsible, respectful, and uh, what's it called? Yeah, responsible. Like self, what is it? Anyway. He was responsible. Most people blame it on someone else. Well, I didn't know that you were, you know, or we didn't. Or it was, I checked it, and, it, you know, no, he right off the bat, pretty much right off the bat, he he settled me down because, like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to snap or this is going to go well. Like, I was in that mood where, you know, I hope this doesn't go the wrong way because I will have no, I will have a very short fuse and boom. And then when things go boom, it it gets ugly. Nobody wants to go boom. So we unlocked the phone. My experience was very nice. I got back uh, to my dad's. I told him about how nice they were at the shop. And, and uh, yeah, that's a pain in my ass. To, so now, now now I've driven from Welland, basically, back to St. Catharines. And then I had to pee so bad. So I pull into Harvey's. Now i got to ram a bacon cheeseburger with onion rings. And, then, and, and so I call my dad. I'm like, hey, Pops. Hey, bud, what are you doing? I said, well... I had to pee so bad I pulled into Harvey's. Now I'm ramming a uh, bacon and cheeseburger. Your phone's fixed. I'm on my way. And my dad goes to me, oh, way to go, bud, which makes my heart sing for whatever reason. I'm like, my dad just told Oh, he said, you're a good man. 
Way to go, bud. You're a good man. And I'm like, hey, my dad just told me I'm a good man. That's cool. You know, some some dads don't say that a lot to their kids. You know what I mean? My mother, oh, my God. My mother would just heap praise on me all the time when I was young anyways. Man, I can digress. I can go for, I just go for hours. Oh, maybe that's why it's warming up down here because I turn the air up a little bit. So I head back to the place where I had a decent experience, even though he kind of fucked us around by sending us away with a phone that was locked. He should have checked to see that it wasn't locked, and and that was a pain in the ass. And he did show me a nice uh, charging case because, um, well, iPhones, my charger's about as long as my charging cable is because as soon as I get off the cable, boom, my phone's like dropping like a stone. I can get up at 6 o'clock in the morning by noon. My phone is dead. Six hours max six hours a good day so today i don't even call because while i I wake up i woke up a little late because i didn't get to sleep till ten uh two o'clock in the morning or later and i had this one drink dude can you believe i woke up with a hangover like a headache hangover like not full blown on you know like hangover but i had one drink what is it that gives a man a hangover by having even if you want to call it three ounces of alcohol like and no mix, just straight vodka. So I wake up late. I wake up at, well, I, I always wake up at four o'clock in the morning or five o'clock in the morning. Usually I go for a squirt and then I'm, you know, sometimes I'll stay up for an hour and do social media or, you know, basically do my addiction, my addictions, and then go back to sleep and then get up at a reasonable hour, like seven, eight o'clock. Today, uh, I think I woke up for a squirt, and then I went back to sleep. I woke up at 10 o'clock, and I was like, what the hell is this? 10 o'clock? This is not like me sleeping until 10 o'clock, like ever, unless I had a like a, a real wild one playing cards with my boys all night. And I wake up, I'm like, this? No, I need a coffee. And I'm back on coffee again. A year and a half now, I've been drinking coffee. After 25 years of quitting coffee successfully, my men's group, I have one here and there. I'm like, hmm, tastes pretty good. Lots of cream, lots of sugar. It's not coffee, but I like it. It makes my, like, I, do you see, I don't sweat. Like, I don't perspire normally unless uh, I'm really triggered into something stressful. And that usually didn't even make me stress or, or sweat. But why am I talking about this? Coffee makes me sweat. That's why. I have one coffee and my pits go soaked. And I don't use deodorant or any perspirant. I just use the rock. So the rock doesn't quit like the alum, the crystal. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. And it doesn't pinch your, your it doesn't keep all your toxins in. It doesn't give you breast cancer. Yeah, men get breast cancer too. And it do, you don't stink though. Like it's it's better than not wearing anything. You just You're just not dry. But I very rarely sweat. And no yellow rings anymore in any of my shirts. That's from the antiperspirant and the deodorant. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Because I don't get those anymore. Even when I do sweat. Even when I have the coffee. Or when I call the McConnell show, uh, 610 CKTB. I usually, I usually, my pits get wet. Because I'm nervous. I'm not nervous when I'm doing my show. When I'm the host. When I'm do, Even when I had the radio show, I was never nervous to be the host. Unless I came in hanging with no with no scripts and no agenda, and I had to make my three-hour show up on the fly, that would make me nervous. That would make my my pits about, the, like, it, <laughs> sweat stains. 
Anyway, this is a really long story. Sorry. I just, I feel like I got to get it out. And I feel like maybe you can hold me accountable. Because I haven't smoked today. I almost smoked on my way back to the store because I felt like he didn't put my phone back together correctly. Like a couple of seams weren't lining up. And I, I know that sometimes they don't put them in right and they need to be clipped. So I wasn't going to bend it. So I decided that I was I had to go back. And so I took it back and he said, oh, no, that, that your frame's bent. And uh, there's nothing you can do about it. And just get a really nice case for it. <laughs> I laughed. And I said, well, thanks again. And I'm, I'm not sure... I'm not sure I trust people fully and completely. It doesn't matter who you are. But the last time I went to get a, a battery from Mohammed on the, on, uh, what's that street? Duke Street? Is it Duke? No, it's where Blackbeard's barbershop is, where the Star Wars uh, arcade used to be. <clears throat> I'm not sure how I got this guy's name or whatever, but this was like he was upstairs in the. What is it? Not Duke. It's another four-letter word, though. It's a building that's named after the street. It's an old one. And upstairs, they have a bunch of, like, offices that are, like, rooms, basically. This guy, I swear, he he took my phone for half an hour. I came back about an hour later. I swear, he, he just charged me the 40 bucks. He didn't change my battery because the battery was worse or, or the same. And then I went back. He put another one in, apparently. No. Again. And still, I feel like that guy owes me 40, 50 bucks or whatever he charged me because, and we'll see, I'm hoping that Navid put a decent battery in here because while I was there, I got my screen and I said, well, how much for a battery? And this very fine looking Indian girl said to me, $40. Um, let's, I'm like, let's do it. We're here now. You're going to have it open. Give me a new battery because my charger, my charging time is about like four minutes. Like, it's not good. Then, Navid picks his head up from behind the Mac computer that he's working on and says, um, do you want me to clean the camera while I'm in there? Clean the camera? What do you mean? Well, I'm going to be in there. Do you want me to clean the lenses? Because, because I told him I put it in the washer. Because, you know, I'm like, okay. Well, how much is it? 20 Okay. 20 bucks, fine. All right, so we're we're screen, battery, clean the camera. Like, we're coming up on significant dollars here. Well, maybe not for you, but I don't like spending $200 before noon. That sucks. So I'm going on an hour and a half. I don't, I'm, ba- I'm very patient, very patient. I'm not normally very patient, but today I'm being patient. I got my coffee. I got my iPhone 6. I got my SIM card in. I'm, I'm not out of communication. Dude's working on my phone. It's like operation like the game op- operation, you know, like I, I'm sure it's not. You don't want to rush the guy. Even when it's maybe his wife or his sister or girlfriend or whoever it was, she'd be going back and they're speaking Indian to each other or Indian. That's not probably a language. Punjabi. What's that? I don't know. They're speaking their native tongue. And I almost wanted to say to the girl, listen, no offense. Stop distracting this guy. He's got work to do, and I'm going to be here for another two hours if you don't stop talking to him. We, well, she's attractive too, so that's distracting. I think he was probably working the whole time he was talking, right? So you can do two things at once. I can't. Navid probably can't. 
Next thing you know, Eric comes his head. I know as soon as his, like, because I can see the top of his head while he's working on my phone, but as soon as his nose comes up above the iMac, I, I know, like, he, he wants to talk. And it's going it, to, historically, every time Naveed goes like this, it means this. <laughs> so he picks his head up. He kind of, um, the camera's got water in it. What's that mean? Well, you need a new camera. Well, Do you want me to put it in? I'm here now. Well, I'm like, I'm, I don't know I can afford this. Like, how much is that going to cost me? I think he charged me 50 bucks. So now I got a screen. I think they quoted me 120 I called another guy down the street. He said, it's usually 160 I'll do it for 150 Miss Beautiful Indian Girl says to me 120 right off the bat. So I don't care if Nick... A uh, guy that clearly sounded like a white guy that works down the street is going to, like, I'm here now, and Naveed's wife, girlfriend, sister has told me 120, you get my business. Like, I just want, a, you know, I just want quality work for a decent price. 120. Well, how much for a battery? 40. Like, she's not even flinching. She's not going, well, it's this, what I'll give it to you for. No, it's 120, and it's 40 bucks. How long is it going to take? 35, 40 minutes, she says. Let's do it. Go to the car, <clears throat> bring up my phone, give it to beautiful Indian girl. She gives it to not so beautiful Indian man. Indian man starts working on it. Navid, a he is a, not a beautiful looking man. He, he seems like a nice man, like a beautiful man, like inside. But uh, I, I'm not attracted to men. So now I need a camera. How much is that? Well, he goes, okay, we quote, tell you what, 200 bucks, all in. I'm like, okay, let's do it. So about an hour and a half later, uh, he gives me my phone back. He says, try the camera. I said, well, that's good. I, you know, it looks good to me. I hold it up to the light, whatever. I get it home and I look at it and all the seams, like now this thing's not going to, this thing is not going to. Mist can come on this phone in a little crap now because there's, you know, it's not going to make it through the, the washer this time because it's not watertight because there's some cracks. I bent the frame when he put it back together. Now, I don't, I swear I want to double check on this guy taking it to another vendor, repair shop and go, hey, can you fix this thing? Like, what's up with this? Because how did it bend the frame? Like, I didn't see that the, the frame was bent. Maybe it was bent, but, like, how, it wasn't bent when it's all screwed together, was it? I didn't notice. Either way, 200 bucks, and I get home, and I look, and it's, uh, yeah, it's not right. And so I bring it back to him. He goes, uh, dude, he doesn't say dude. He says, uh, yeah, your your frame is bent, and there's nothing we can do. Just get a really nice case, but I think I'm repeating myself now. I need to cut back on the weed because my limit is a third of a. Well, there's. A, and but but the, but they're always laying around, and that's part of the problem. Like for me, it's not the same with weed or alcohol. I don't have to like when I see a roach in the ashtray. I'm just like, nah, I'm not doing anything. Smoke it, smoke it, right? But my limit 
My, um, you are your own LCBO. LCBO? LCBO. Liquor License Control Board. LCBO. The LICBO. You are your own LICBO. You are, excuse me. You screw up the microphones by burping that. What kind of food is shawarma? Because I'm stupid, right? I asked, because um, the last hala place I was in, hala is a, a, like a, a special way of killing animals. It's, um, it's like kosher for um, Arabs, I think. They had butter chicken, so oh, I made the stupid mistake of asking the guys at uh, Oswara, Os- 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 they're in the Grantham Plaza. I just put it on my Facebook today. I chirped them out. I um, I checked in. Oh, mine's group in the morning. It's Thursday already. Jeepers. Um, I hate going on Facebook because it's such a freaking distraction, and you forget your life. Uh, let's just see. I want to shout these guys out. Osmos. O S. M-O-W, apostrophe S. That's 400 Scott Street. Friendly service. Super clean premises. And the shawarma. The shawarma was rock solid. It was it was very, very good. Now, I haven't had a shawarma in probably two years. I, I used to eat them all the time. No, I don't want to back up my time machine. Time cap. Well, I get on to shawarmas now. So I asked him for butter chicken. They said no. That's down the street, you idiot. <laughs> at, the, at, the, at the Indian restaurant. Don't you know we're Egyptian? <laughs> I don't know what their nationality is. The bottom line is this. I feel that by getting stupid is... Like, I literally have created a narrative. Like, let's go get stupid. You want to go get stupid? What do you mean? Well, let's go get high. Oh, I, I get what you mean. Because it does kind of make you walk around in circles, make you forget what you were doing. It makes my heart race now. It doesn't do the same things that it used to when I was a kid when I used it. Now it makes my heart race. If I smoke and I go in the tub and I put my head under water, I'm like, oh, what's that noise? Oh, it's my heart. Why? Because it's going to pound through my ribs and out my body. So it, it does different things to me. And I wonder, I didn't express this to my friend last night, but, or maybe I did. I wonder how much I could actually get done if I wasn't walking around in circles and being stupid and throwing my phone in the washer and going, ah, whatever. I didn't hear anything. I'm sure there's not my jeans in there or my shorts that had my phone in it. And I'm sure I wouldn't have to wake up and have a bent frame and have to buy a new screen and a new battery and a new camera and spend $200 before noon, turns out. And they're late. I get there at 11 o'clock. They didn't open the door. They had a poor guy, like, knocking on the door at 5 after 11. I'm like, dude, like, open on time. (laughs) You're probably living upstairs. Come down on time. Open the building because you got people that want to give you money. (laughs) Anyways, I still recommend Navid. He's on Geneva Street, United, Cellular or United, whatever. Google it. Uh, I think they're pretty cool, and their prices are good. And I saw a nice charging uh, um, 
case, which I hope that I don't need now, but you only get about 100 charges out of this. You get about 300 uh, charges before the battery starts to go. And I usually upgrade my phone every couple of years, but I'm not sure that I'm going to do it this year. I mean, I really want the 512K, but it's who cares? I'll just dump the memory out of this one. So I have a damaged, deformed phone that doesn't seem to be retarded in the way that it's running slow like functionally it looks good so it's not it hasn't been slowed down also i never upgrade the os the ios uh someone told me that whatever comes with that phone that's what you need to stay with just don't upgrade it because it just sucks your battery sucks your battery dead so that's my little story, and I think that maybe this will be my counseling session. This is my declaration that I'm, well, as soon as, as, soon as I quit the video, I'm going to probably smoke up. But <laughs> And I had this thought on the way back before, like on the way out, or maybe it was on the way back. I'm like, oh, well, there's a roach right there. Maybe I'll just smoke that little thing. I'm thinking, you know what? See what happened to you last night? You blamed it. You blamed it on the weed. You said, you know what? See, very stupid. Very stupid thing. I felt very bad that I did it to myself. And I kind of went, you know what? Yeah, you wouldn't have done that if you had been straight. You only did that because you were high on marijuana. You had THC in your brain. You had too much CBD co you know, coursing through your veins. Too much THC is what it turns out to be. I think i got to shave this down or maybe off because I've let it go. And it's like the hairs are past my lip now. And it's always in the way of everything I eat. I feel like Gavin McInnes with the handlebar mustache. By the way, subscribe to Gavin McInnes. Give him 10 bucks. Watch his show for a month. And tell me you don't love this man. He's not a hate figure. He's not a racist. He's not a bigot. He's not a homophobe. He's traditional Christian. And he, you know, he says some pretty outrageous things. But I bet you the 10 bucks you spend on his um, uh, paywall that uh, you'll enjoy it. Real Estate at Team Niagara, if you've got any questions, and especially if you want to do some real estate and you don't mind using a guy that is bald currently. I have a full head of hair back in a few months. I just, I like it. I wanted to try it for the summer. I wanted a brown bean, and I've got it, even though you can't tell because it looks white with all the lights on, and it's probably glistening. And I can, I, I don't have to, um, I can nap anytime I want, even though I'm not a big napper, I can wake up, I don't have to throw a hat on my head if I go out without a shower, I uh, don't normally do that, but like even if I'm just running to the store, I don't have to worry about my big, you know, Wolfman Jack hairdo, because I have no hair, and I'm getting better at shaving it, because the first time, I, it took me about an hour to shave this cranium, I know it's big, that's not the joke. It's just a technique. Like, you have to shave the whole. And if you miss a spot, it's it's brutal, especially if it's... Well, if I if I had missed a spot today, I did a good job again today because I'm getting better at it. But if you shave every day, it's no big deal because unless they're right here and the sun's really... And you, go, you can see, like, little hairs. But yeah, if you miss a spot up here, you're, you're the only one that notices it. Nobody else will notice. But uh, real estate at teamnagra.ca if you want to send me a message or you want me to do some work for you, I'd love to get down with that. Um, also, hey, if you're a real estate agent and uh, or you're selling a house and you're thinking about getting a discount realtor, call me first so I can talk you out of it. And let me show you how to use an inflated rate of commission, something more than what the 
average or the most common rate in the market is, something more, maybe you could put a little bit more money in your pocket. Please do not use a discount commission. Don't when when the rest of the market has two and a half percent to the selling broker, the buyer broker, and you put two or one point seven five or a dollar. Don't be dumb. You're not smart, as my niece would say. You're not smart. Stop talking. And the face has to go with it too. My niece is twenty two now. She doesn't do that much more anymore. When she was young, she used to. That was her thing. So, real estate at teamniagara.ca is the email. Go to commissioncoach.com, thecommissioncoach.com. If you want some, if you want some tips, if you're an agent and you're having trouble getting selling broker commissions at the normal rate or above, call me. Let me help you. It's free, no charge, no hitch. Real estate at teamniagara.ca, YouTube.com/slash Jim Fannin. Give us a like. Subscribe to the channel. I've got like 193 freaking subscriptions. Come on. I need a thousand before I can broadcast live from mobile. That's that's shit. So give me a sub. Share the content if you like it. Give it a like. Comment below if you've got any takes on what I could have done better or whether I need to quit weed or like I've got pro. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a list. Pros and cons. Pros. Uh, let's me be a little bit more creative. Uh, sometimes it, you know, makes me funnier, more boisterous, more you know, blah blah blah. I'm not saying those things are good things. Con, uh, walking around in circles, perpetual state of confusion. I'll do it later. Attitude. I should probably just end the video now. Real estate at teamniagara.ca. Check out the commissioncoach.com, the commissioncoach.com. Check us out on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, and. Pfft, everything else. Talk to you soon.